I hear y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Andre. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're excited. We were singing you we, in. We saw you. Yep. <laughs> Hi. Hey. I, you know, I see you in the waiting room. So I was able to warn. I was like, hey, Audrey's coming in. Hey, she's here. Hey. Gotta stop, gotta stop hey. talking about her. Hey. Start singing about hey. her. Oh, well, hey. no, let's not. <laughs> That's a little weird. <laughs> it's really weird. A little bit. everybody welcome back to raise a mic a revisit hamilton podcast where we are taking uh each episode we're going to focus on a different song in hamilton till we end up doing the entire show uh, my name is andy younger and with me today is audrey crocker and josh mclemore hey guys hey Hi. man it's so good to see y'all i have I know. <laughs> we did this last night and it's already just like it's been such, so long it's been so long <laughs> well, um, so the thing is is like for them right it's been a week mm-hmm. but actually for them it'll be like next month so it's like a weird thing happening because like we're ahead because audrey is getting married how how soon from now um, one month from today. One month from today, which will actually wow. probably be when you're listening. When you guys are listening to this, Audrey, you'll probably be getting married or very close to it. Yeah. 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 That that that's how far ahead we are in the recording schedule. So that's awesome. So hey, you think we? How do you? Th- we got here. You believe it? I know, right? <laughs> I think actually. So this today, this episode is episode ten of mm-hmm. of the podcast. Awesome. Wow. Well, hopefully yeah. we've gotten better at le- to you guys that are listening. Um, <laughs> I, I, feel I think like, we did. I feel like uh, every episode has been like, this is the best one yet. Mm. We're still accepting notes, however, yes. if you we have are. ideas for us. Light, yes. light criticism. Um, <laughs> yes. As I've, as I've said, I'm fragile. So <laughs> at least, at least they can't see us and make comments on our physical appearance because my, my, that, my. that, that would be, that would be a uh, That cuts crushing. deep. So, do, so do we make a mo? Because I have every video we've ever recorded. Should I just hang on to them, or do I need to delete them? Do they need to just die in an internet fire? Like, what do I, I need think to do? There's with that? definitely a mashup that should happen, probably okay. of laughing moments. Yeah. I feel like that yeah. would be pretty fun and annoying and I, ridiculous. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang on to them for the time being. I am gonna need to invest in an external hard drive to get them off of my computer because um, yeah. they're, they're taking up space. Yeah. Um, but I, I did today. I almost today I was cleaning out space on my computer and I almost deleted them. And I was like, no, no, I think we're no. going to need those for Keep something. Them. Mm-hmm. So, you never know. You never, you know. never know. You never yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. Cause we've, like you said, we've done 10 of them already. And yeah. if you haven't done it already, make sure to like it, make sure to share it with your friends, um, post a review. Cause that helps out with our placement on search bars. Um, mm-hmm. I think right now we're the only new up constantly updating Hamilton podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and, and so keep doing that. Like, like us on Facebook as well. We've got a cool Facebook page up there. Um, and you can also leave us a voicemail of, on, on our Anchor page, um, yeah. which is on that Facebook page somewhere. I'm not sure of the link off the top of my head. Um, but if you do all that, that would be greatly appreciated. Yeah, one of yeah. these days, somebody's going to do it. And then I'm not going to know what to do. Cause I know. It's gotta but I mean, happen. you should do we're, it. Someone we're else. We're going to have to have like a party. Mm-hmm. Like, a party. <laughs> 
<laughs> we're gonna be like guys guys it happened will it be yes. a pizza party <laughs> i mean it can be pizza and ice cream you remember when yeah. pizza parties were the height of luxury yes um, that is the way you celebrated everything you're gonna have a pizza party okay yep. like i can't go get pizza on my own time I'm like, pretty... I think schools sold it to us as if it was something really exciting and special. And really, it was just very convenient for them that they could. Oh, yeah. As a youth pastor, I can tell you pizza is super easy to do. That's why we do it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. You know? so and now- it was always cold. It was always the worst. It was like it was, we they waited till like two o'clock to do the pizza party because, you know, you got to learn school and stuff. <laughs> get that schooling done yeah but they order it at 10 30 in the morning right when the place opens <laughs> it's, it's the teacher's the getting the it because the time. teacher's getting it on their planning yes exactly right and they are ordering it like right away in the morning when the restaurant opens they're making it first thing. Like, we're gonna have this ready <laughs> yes, oh, yes. It's gross. This, this whole thing is taking a weird turn let's let's do let's do the thing the song the song is short so yeah this song the song we're doing tonight is a winter's ball yeah uh, mm-hmm. and josh you want to go ahead and set the yeah scene absolutely so um it's 1780 a winter's ball um yeah that's literally one of the, no. 1780 a winter's ball, ball. and the skylar sit no i'm just kidding um actually we're just gonna sing just it gonna for sing you. This song for you. uh but no so it is it is literally the 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 show has jumped to 1780 um it is a winter's ball we've talked about the the balls of that year because this would be the time when i mentioned that um, that Peggy, Andy's giggling, and now I'm giggling, and now I've told you that he's giggling, and now it's weird. Yeah. Um, but no, um, I told you. So this would be the time when we talked about a couple episodes back that Peggy was running around uh, wingmanning for for Hamilton would have been around this time. Um, you would. But she have... gets no credit for that in this show. <laughs> no, she doesn't. She doesn't. She doesn't get a lot of credit for anything in this show. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, this would be kind of the the season uh, where there would be throwing um, these parties that people would come to. And so that is where we are in the middle of um, a one particular ball yeah. um, where What's crazy about that is that um, they had to pay subscriptions to go to these balls. Stop. What? It. Yeah. They had to pay to go to these balls because they're in like a storehouse where the, where the, where the, um, where the army is is like housed at this point in New Jersey. All right, look at you yeah. doing research with your history. <clears throat> I know, Andy. I'm gonna need you to stay in your lane. Um, just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, so yeah, that's where we're at. We're at, and um, the song is about um that just being at a at a ball where all the women's are at, and the men's are <laughs> are saying things that men's say. Um. I believe they call yep. it uh, a locker room talk these days. Um, but yeah, that's, mm-hmm. what's, that's what's going on. Audrey's got some thoughts. I do. <laughs> she's, making, she's making some faces. Um, so that's that's what's going on. Uh, my fun fact is, um, you know, there's someone in the show as we progress through that doesn't really get a lot of airtime, and that person is John Adams. Um, he's only in here very briefly. Um, and I'll, there are things specifically in this song that are attributed to John Adams. And one of those is the opening line well it's not the opening line just of this song it's the opening line of other songs too it's that we hear it a lot how does a bastard orphan son of a whore that whole thing mm-hmm. um which I have some other things to say about it in a minute um but that 
a phrase that John Adams would say about uh, Alexander Hamilton is he called him a bastard brat of a Scottish peddler. Um, that's a direct quote from John Adams. Um, and so, yeah, that's where that, that kind of thing that we hear over and over throughout the show as the, the way to talk about Alexander Hamilton probably came from John Adams as well as a couple other things in the song, um, which is a cool little way to get John Adams in there because he, he really like they mentioned him once um he did have a song there was a whole song for john adams and it got hmm. cut out i didn't um, know that yeah yeah so it's in the it's in the hamilton mixtape it's actually performed by uh watsky in, on the on the mixtape uh who's like a spoken word uh guy hmm. he's really good um but there's a video out there of uh lin-manuel doing doing the, the 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 piece um but yeah so john adams not in there a lot so it's cool that there's a little little thing for john adams interesting Yep, because as we're going to find out today, John Adams did not like Alexander Hamilton. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like when you call him the bastard brat of a Scottish peddler, like you don't really have a lot of other nice things to say about him. Yeah, uh, we yeah, um, yeah, he didn't he didn't like him. He called him a Creole bastard um, <laughs> at one point. That's actually in the show. They mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so they're not they're not fans of each other. And actually, the Adams is hated the hamiltons apparently um so a lot of things a lot of negative like things that are said about alexander hamilton are are very often attributed to things that the adams family <laughs> said <Sorry. laughs> the giggle <laughs> that um all right so let's let's do this thing so i've already mentioned the thing bastard orphan son of a whore okay so let's get into that for a second to kind of talk about because that feels like an attack um and every time he uh, says it, yeah just a little but, bit <laughs> right and uh, and we haven't really ever referenced like what's going on there because it, it's it's used more multiple times they change it up a little bit um the way burst says it changes from time to time um so alexander's uh mother and father were not married when he was born though he did ha- have a father like his mother um yeah obviously he had a father who wasn't around so his father never acknowledged him, which is why that renders him a bastard, right? Um, mm-hmm. His mom, his mom was not a prostitute. <laughs> um, just if we're so we can be clear on that, mm-hmm. um, she was obviously not with her husband at the time of his birth, and she had been having relationships with other people, supposedly. Um, her husband sued for divorce. He cited adultery and whoring with everyone was his grounds for divorce. <laughs> Why um, does that sound like a divorce court? Like judge. Right. Like That's grounds. right. It sure does. Yeah. Whoring so, with everyone. Yeah. He did that. He called Alexander and his brother, her whore children, um, which made it impossible as an additional term of the divorce for Rachel to, that's her name for Rachel to ever marry again, legally, apparently. Wow. Didn't even know no, women's rights were really, really solid at this yeah, time were, in yeah. history. <laughs> women they were, were really woke. honored, honored <laughs> as as members of society and as whole human beings. Yeah, it's just really great. It's a really yeah, great, so picture. Good, great time to be a to be a lady. Um, <laughs> it's a great time to be a lady. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do want to say though, what's funny about this uh, bastard orphan son of a whore and a Scotsman, which is how he says it in this song. Um, mm-hmm. And a Scotsman, that whole thing, uh, which said in the first one too. There's another one where he changes it, but anyway, bastard orphan, son of a whore, Scotsman, abbreviate to spell out the word boss, uh, which was uh, Lin Manuel's way of making this negative a positive. Um, 
for for Alexander that he's more than the sum of his parts. Um, and thought that was a cool little nod there. Dang. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know that it that it makes up for it, but <laughs> it's a nice try. Right. <laughs> We're just gonna call you this over and over again, but like, listen, we did do a solid. <laughs> but listen, yeah, we we made it. We made it a cool uh, uh, acronym. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what? I, I think you know that starts off so negative, and it and it is because we know at this point, Burr doesn't really like the dude. Mm. But I do appreciate. Um, that he he says this line and then he goes on to how does he go on and on grow into more of a phenomenon um, and that's kind of positive in this it compared to the first line right but then immediately goes back into um, watch this obnoxious an obnoxious arrogant loudmouth bother be seated at, seated at the right hand of the father he can't like even stay positive for very long um, oh, but the but the smiling through it is right. so creep town. Yeah, right? it is. and it's such a great choice. And like, especially with Aaron Burr saying "talk less, smile more," he's mm. doing that full Southern bless her heart oh, moment. Yeah. And it is like, I'm going to smile at you while I say something super offensive super to you. Super offensive. Yeah. And yeah. He, go ahead, Andy. Sorry. He can't. He 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 can hate Hamilton all he wants, but he's like respecting the game. You know, it's like, don't hate, like he's hating the player, but he is respecting the game that, that Hamilton has. He's like, he's like, cause he says, but Hamilton's Hamilton's skill with a quill is undeniable. Like mm-hmm. even, even though he's talking crap about him and like using these words like obnoxious and mm-hmm. arrogant, um, that he still acknowledges that his stuff is that his, that his talents and abilities are, are real definitely yeah. begrudging in a lot of ways oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 and you see that like as we go through the show um you know even as there's songs that we hadn't gotten to yet that where that idea is all over it where there's an acknowledgement that burr has of like god this guy's like so good at what he does um and that that's the push and pull right of like mm. he's so good but i cannot stand him and it's not who i am um and so there's this back and forth and i think what's cool about this song is you can you can see Burr trying to find ways that they're the same. Um, I mean that's that's where we go from here, right? Is what do we have in common? We're gonna get into that in a minute, but there's this kind of like he gets that like I want to be like this guy, but I'm not this guy. Um, and so I think you can even see that, and it's just it's cool that you can see even little things like that in such a short, honestly, sort of silly song. Um, yeah, when you get into it. Well, and it's also something that I think is a very human emotion of having (laughs) admiration for someone. And also like, that's the other side of that is jealousy, right? Of being like, wow, man, you are so amazing. And I think it's easy to slip into that of Mm -hmm. recognizing how amazing someone is and also feeling that that means you are less than, right? That there's mm. not, and that's sort of that the whole concept that we come to later in the show of the fact that both of you are amazing human beings, but in the moment, it's hard to see that you are just as valuable when you can visibly see all the amazing things that another person is and does. And Mm. it's especially because like the last song Burr has just gotten that rejection from Washington. Oh yeah. 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 And so he's burned. Like he, like, I know it takes, it's basically spanning three years, the transition from 1777 to 1780. 
but like he's he's just bitter like at the beginning but that's like that moment though is the reason that hamilton is where he is yeah. right because of washington choosing him right. so it's this of, of course it's a moment of him kind of holding on to this yeah. like pivotal bitter moment of like man you dismissed me and if you would just listen to me and maybe i would be where hamilton is you know mm. yeah yeah and i think there's too he, there's a frustration with burr of like how does hamilton not get what what he's got here um you know that he 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 still wants to fight not right like you can hear Ugh. the frustration in his voice of like he's like jesus if i could just be doing what you're doing like i would be happy right mm-hmm. how can you not be happy with where you are um which again is another one of those kind of attitudes that runs through the whole thing of like why are you not okay with the person that you like you've gotten to this level like why are you not okay with that why do you always want more why do you always keep going mm. um and you can even hear it again it's like it, these little bitty lines but they they communicate attitudes that are going to come out in full force you know later in the yeah, show for sure um you said you brought up the um oh sorry i, I skipped ahead so the seated at the right hand of the father thing uh, i'm not going to go into detail about this because i want to talk about it more on a different song um but burr's grandfather was a preacher um we're going to talk about him in a different song but um i this seated at the right hand of the father thing uh made me think of the apostles creed um and there's like a a biblical kind of reference there not biblical reference but a kind of a religious reference there um obviously it's double it's double-sided because george washington being kind of like the quintessential founding father um but i did appreciate given uh burr's family that there would be I'm a very kind of religious kind of thing. Yeah. There. Yeah. It's, it's, it's acts like it's acts like two for the Bible nerds um, who are curious. It's like, it's, it's right after the Pentecost happens and like Peter's basically Peter quotes it and uses it. Mm. Um, and it's kind of interesting. Like it, it kind of, when I see hear that seat at the right hand of the father, it reminds me of those paintings of like Washington in heaven. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Because like Washington has been deified, like we kind of talked about sure. it in the last episode, that in the in that present day he's been he was a big deal, and so for him to uh, for him to be right hand of the father basically means that uh, it, that he's been co-signed that Hamilton has been co-signed by God, like mm. where he is um, because of that. Um, so I wait and isn't there is it uh James and John who is it or that the mother is like hey I want to make sure in the bible hey I want to make sure that my sons to Jesus are on your right and left side Mm. I can't remember which uh apostles those are but I want to say that that's what it is and that kind of makes me think of that too of all this like trying to get ahead moment of like, I want to secure my place Mm -hmm. and being to the right hand of the father or the right hand of a leader, you know, being the right hand man is a place of honor. And it's a place that like has a lot of security in it. Um, so yeah, it, it kind of just makes me think of that sort of jealous mom or not necessarily jealous mom, but trying to advocate for her son she's like i know they all love you jesus <laughs> right. but mine are the best yeah <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well and you know you're he really did like that's what's happening here is this guy has ascended to from this guy who's like i'm nobody i gotta rise above my station to you're literally literally the right hand man to george washington the man yeah. who's 
going to be president of this country. And, you know, later he, at least according to the show, gets to pick like what he wants to be in this mm. new nation that they've created because of his, his ability to be this right-hand man to Washington. Mm. Um, and so, I mean, he is fully escalated to this point. Like this is, this is, he's arrived, right? Oh um, yeah. And so I, I just, I, I love that he's done what he wants to do, but like, as he's apt to do in this show, he like still doesn't get, I don't think he gets what, what he's got. Yeah. He's that scarcity idea, right. That you are convinced that there's always, there's going to be a famine. And so you always have to work for more and Mm. keep working harder that someone's always on your heels. And a lot of that, you know, there's a lot of research about that, that when someone grows up in poverty, that, that's an experience that they have for the rest of their lives that Mm. they, unless they work it out, you know, that they have a scarcity mindset. So that's why they kind of gather things and hoard things. Mm. And, you know, even like saving money to a kind of extreme degree and not being willing to spend it on anything. And it's kind of that same personality trait that Hamilton has of like, Oh gosh, I have to keep moving forward or else who knows what's going to happen yeah. you know like disaster is ta- right around the corner somebody's going to take this from me if i if if, oh, yeah. if mm-hmm. i don't if i don't keep moving yeah absolutely and by the way i just checked it is james and john so yeah i i should have told you that too because i go i googled it while you were talking <laughs> I, did, I didn't follow through on my on my research for you so i'm i'm sorry i'm a bad that's all right that's all right i wanted to make sure my bible knowledge was correct that's right that's right <laughs> Um, so I want, I'm going to jump around a little bit. Um, cause I want, I, we were kind of already, we're on this point. So there's the line, the, um, looks proximity to power. Um, Manuel, Lynn Manuel describes it as, um, this is Burr listing all the reasons that they're getting like all the attention right now, because here they mm-hmm. are like Hamilton was broke. He was in rags. Now he's in a military uniform. He's standing next to the man mm. who will become president of the United States, um, that's why he's listing these things like, look at us, we're at a ball with all these rich people. We're in the military. Everybody's paying attention to us. All these, all these men want to be us. All these ladies want us, right? That whole attitude, um, is what Burr is, is doing there. Um, mm. so that brings me to this. So the skill with the quill line that you brought up a minute ago, mm-hmm. um, one of the ideas that I saw on genius, and I think it was just a regular genius user, was is that a double entendre because i think it might be uh. <laughs> uh because we lean right into right into after that the reliable with the ladies part mm-hmm. yeah um so i know obviously hamilton is a good writer and that is evident throughout the show however uh, i am of the mindset that it might be a little bit of a i think if you look at the song as a whole like it could definitely very well be a double entendre but i think you I think when you go into it and you start hearing the words obnoxious, arrogant, you're like, oh, he's he's like about to do this song where he's just going to talk about how pissed he is. Right. And then it just is this tone shift to (laughs) right. He's reliable with the ladies, you know? Yeah. And so I think if you're going from it from front to back, I would say no. But if you're looking at it as a whole, Mm. then I mean, I don't know, man, I I think I think birth uh fancies himself a ladies man we saw that when the first time he meets the Skylar sisters or we mm-hmm. see him meet the Skylar sisters um he is in the middle of having this like uh you know rant about how annoying Hamilton is but I do think he is trying to find some place where they are are similar and for whatever reason 
because of it, during this song he decides well the thing that we really have in common is we're reliable mm-hmm. with li- with the ladies yeah um and yeah and then it gets gross um yes it does so mm-hmm. i'm sure i'm sure we're gonna talk about this but um mm-hmm. i wanted to read you this quote um that i typed wrong in the notes here um <laughs> Because I'm just I'm obsessed with like finding quotes of Alexander Hamilton's and connecting them to lines in the show now. Um, mm-hmm. So this is a letter, a part of a letter he writes to Lawrence. He says, "You will be pleased to recollect in your negotiations that I have no invincible antipathy to the maidenly beauties, and that I am willing to take the trouble of them upon myself." Um, <laughs> which is just, what a sacrifice! <laughs> yeah, no. what a sacrifice. Um, so there's this thing in this in the in this part of the the rest of this song talking about how much of a ladies' man Alexander is and Burr is, and this will come back later with Alexander and with his son Philip um, as we as we move through of just kind of being like like ladies' men so much so that they reference this line about Martha Washington's cat um, that supposedly she named Alexander. Um, and uh, they say that, well, Lin-Manuel says, or, uh, well, Alexander Hamilton says in the show, that's true. And Andy, you had some thoughts on that. Didn't now, you? I, I really just had a question. It was like, is that Hamilton saying that, mm. like agreeing with them? Or is that Lin-Manuel breaking the fourth wall, being pointing at the audience and going, that's true? I think it's fully Lin-Manuel being Me like, too. yep. This is it's, a this is a true fact. <laughs> I think what sells it is the smile that he has on his face. Yeah, and he just yes. goes away from the character. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. I do. I do not think it's it's Hamilton. I believe that it's Lin Manuel because there's some argument over whether or not that's even true. Um, so it's and he knows that there's an argument because he mentions it. I'm looking at a quote in the book right now where he says, "This is most likely a tale spread by John Adams later in life." um he but, he get, but oh well hold on though because you keep reading he goes but i like hamilton owning it uh at this mm. point in the story he is at peak cockiness so maybe it's yeah. it's for i i still well, think fourth wall breaking but yeah but there's also these things that some someone from mountvernon.org like did a research on this and yeah. it was kind of like this claim from british newspapers against the yeah rebels. yeah yeah that's what i was gonna say so it okay. it is a thing that they they the that the british newspapers would say john adams um did and abigail adams did sort of stoke it after his death they kind of talked about this mm. um but then there's also a thing i read about the cat like had 13 stripes on its tail and yeah like they tell this story like at mount vernon so it's become like this thing that's like accepted but people yeah. know that it's not um but i do i i and and, and the thing is is lynn lynn knows that and you see him talk about yeah. it other places where he knows that it's like ron chernow says it happened and for a while i think lynn did too and so there's this kind of back and forth of like, it's not true, but we're going to use it anyway. And so I definitely think it's Lynn breaking the fourth wall and being like, that's true. Um, <laughs> so I, yeah. I, yeah. I think it, it, whether it's Hamilton, I, I mean, I think it's like living in multiple universes, right? Like yeah. that it's Hamilton's like owning the fact that he is so reliable with the ladies that of course, Martha Washington would name her Tomcat after him. Yeah. And also Lynn having a moment with the audience. Mm, and yeah. it's so fun. I think they start to break the fourth wall even more in this mm-hmm. number, which is really fun that like, obviously like the trio of guys when they're <laughs> going across the stage are making full eye contact with 
people in the audience. And so there's a like full breaking of the fourth wall. And also earlier with Aaron Burr, who is always breaking the fourth wall with the narration, Mm -hmm. but there's, there's a moment where it switches when he starts to actually kind of tell exactly what's going on, that it feels like he's breaking the fourth wall a little bit more. And I like that. I like that the convention's already been established and now they're leaning into it and saying, you know what, come on in where you're, you're part of this story too. And it's really, it's really fun. And I think that escalates with Burr. Every time he does this, it gets a little more um, personal yeah, mm. I'm so glad that you brought up um, the men going across the stage because I've forgotten this this quote um, that I didn't write because it had some profanity in it. Um, but uh, I think Lynn basically said he uses this spot in the show to basically pick someone in the audience and I F them. That's what he says. <laughs> um, and he said one show he did it and he just made eye contact with Kanye West um, and had to wink at him and do the whole, hey, 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 going across the stage, staring into Kanye West's eyes. And um, that's crazy. That's totally in my notes. Is it? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. No. It's all right. It's good. I was like, okay, here we go. Okay. I didn't even read, I didn't read that far into your notes. No, it's, it's good, man. I was like, okay, okay. Okay. So no. the the first time I saw Hamilton on stage, mm-hmm. I was I through a connection to someone in the show was able to get standing room tickets which for the Broadway production which are only accessible to people in the show. Mm. so that they can always get in a friend even if they have to stand so you literally stand at the back of the orchestra and there are like little spots on the like <laughs> chair rail essentially that are numbered like this is your standing room number which is kind of crazy you would never notice it yeah it's really fun and so um apparently whoever had won the lottery so for those of you that have never seen a broadway show there are also there are often things called lotteries and it's exactly what you think like you put your name in the hat essentially and there are different ways to enter to it and you could get tickets and it's usually for that night and Mm -hmm. so you have to enter by a certain time in the day and then they announce it and some places you have to be in person when they announce it to accept the tickets um but apparently some crazy humans that won the lottery for Hamilton did not show up to the show. And so those tickets were on the front row. And so my friend and I that went to see it together, we noticed during the first act that nobody was sitting there. So during the second act, we like went for it and we got to sit on the front row for the second act and so I was like front row during this moment when they're crossing the stage and they do straight up make eye contact with the (laughs) audience members and like you're having a moment with them so (laughs) super fun (laughs) like I can I can speak from experience yeah no yeah and it's I didn't see Lynn, but it was, it was a right. really funny. I was like, Oh, okay. Oh, Hey, hello. Hey, 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 Hey. 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 Um, <laughs> so uh, this idea of if you can marry a sister, your rich son, um, like is fully on this idea of like, okay, there are three women here that I feasibly can marry and make some money out of it and be in a good position, which is what we know Alexander wants to do. Um, I had another quote I wanted to read. Um, this is another letter to Lawrence. He wrote, writes a lot of letters to Lawrence about women. 
Um, so do with that what you want to do with it. Um, but she must be young, handsome. I lay most stress upon a good shape. That's in parentheses there. Sensible. A little learning will do. <laughs> Well-bred, chaste, and tender. I am an enthusiast in my notions of fidelity and fondness. Of some good nature, a great deal of generosity. She must neither love money nor scolding, for I dislike equally a termagant. I don't even know. What does that mean? I don't even know. We don't have time. <laughs> and, and, an, and an economist. In politics, I am indifferent what side she may be of. I think I have arguments that will safely convert her to mine. Yes. As to religion, a moderate stock will satisfy me. She must believe in God and hate a saint. But as to fortune, the larger stock of that, the better. That'll preach. That'll preach. <laughs> 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 just, it's a lot. That whole That's paragraph. a lot. I wonder how old he was because it sounds like a teenager or like somebody who's no older than 24. If he's writing to Lawrence, he's past 19. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and honestly, this is pretty typical for <laughs> this time period, which is uh, sad, but it's it's so common that legitimately women were still viewed as property and as marrying was what's advantageous for me you know mm. and and that's from both sides but women were coming from a space of having to marry well because they had no way to make money for themselves right. they were fully dependent on their family and then their spouse for life <laughs> for yeah. food for a house for anything and so yeah all joking aside, the ideas that are represented in this particular song, like creepy crawl all over me. Uh. <laughs> and it's, you know, especially because we've seen this, these fully formed women come on stage and we already know the intellect that Angelica has. And we mm. already see like, these are human beings. And then for Hamilton and Burr, you know, to, and Lawrence, I guess, all of them yeah. kind of behaving as if like, oh, we're just out trolling for a wife. Like who's got the most money? Yeah. yeah. Not even just that, but the line that I haven't even talked about was there are so many to deflower. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, and yet we're, we need our wife to be chased. So, right. you know, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, which, which creates all sorts of problems for whatever women they're talking about. Yeah. Y'all, it got so bad that, like, Burr specifically, this dude kept letters as trophies from his sexual conquests. Mm. Uh-uh. And yeah. these letters were apparently so scandalous that his first biographer burned them oh. to protect the reputation of the women who wrote them. Yeah. Wow. So there's, there's, a, there's a quote, there, and it said, uh, Major Burr, while yet at college, had, a require, had acquired a reputation for gallantry. On this point, he was excessively vain, and regardless of all those ties which ought to control an honorable mind. In his intercourse with females, he was an unprincipled flatterer, even prepared to take advantage of their weakness, their credul cred cred credulity. Credulity? Uh, Credulity, thank you. You got it. Man, or their confidence. She that confided in him was lost. In referring to this subject, no terms of condemnation would be too strong to apply to Colonel Burr. Oh, mm. Mm. Yeah. 
There's a whole book out there, I think, about literally just Burr's sexual context. Yeah, it's like, um, it's like, yeah. it's not real. Like, it's like some of it is exaggerated. Yeah, it is. But it's, it, yeah, he, he's a player. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I wanted, my last thought was this. So this, this end of the song, the A, A, A mm-hmm. is, is silly, right? And it, it does lead us into the next song really well. And that hey stays on through the rest of the song, the next song or starts mm-hmm. it anyway. But I kind of, I kind of stumbled across this idea of there's a couple of times this is, I guess you wouldn't really, I guess it is a motif because it is repeated, but like, Hey, specifically just like the one word, Hey, in the middle of something mm-hmm. comes back a couple of times in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and it always has the feeling of either flirtation, seduction, or affection. Um, so it's here in Winter's Ball. It follows us into Helpless because that's mm-hmm. what the guys are doing to answer the the ooze at the beginning of Helpless. Um, it also is used in Say No to This. Mm-hmm. So he and Mariah both say hey, have a hey moment in the middle of that song where they say hey to one another. Mm-hmm. And then it gets really sweet because then in best of wives and best of women, um, he says, Hey, right before he says to Eliza, best of wives and best of women. Um, and so there's almost a, 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 this more romantic connection, which I think is a really cool coming back to, cause this is about to be the moment where he meets Eliza. Right. So I thought it was mm. an interesting idea to think of even just the three letter word, Hey, being a motif in this song and almost showing Hamilton's growth from this player into he'll eventually talk to his wife in this way uh, or with this word, which is silly because it's a three-letter word. But anyway, that's just a, a thought that I've stumbled across. Yeah, I like that idea of the fact that we see the growth of Hamilton in relationship. And that's a, a big part of what you see in Hamilton in both a negative way and in a positive way. You know, there's mm. there's this story of him and how amazing he is and yes he's a founding father and we're telling a story but something i think lynn does really well is not deifying hamilton mm-hmm. and while telling his story does not scrub out the dirty parts or the things that maybe aren't as pleasant mm-hmm. so that's that's really great i think and super uncommon when we talk about U.S. history in general. I think we we have a very cleaned up version <laughs> in a lot of ways of what this time was like, what they were experiencing. And honestly, these people, you know, who they were and how they operated mm. because, yeah, yeah, man, okay, Hamilton did some great things in the revolution and we know that he's going to do some amazing things. And also he was a womanizer. So like, <laughs> right. that's yep. also a like full fact about him. So yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. absolutely. All right. Well, that was my list. So mm-hmm. I believe Audrey, you would be. Yeah. I also love that this is sort of a musical theater trope, but not to make it sound bad, but the audience loves a guy number and this beginning is particularly a guy number with all the guys on stage they're dancing and it's a little taste without being a full like oh all the men are on stage dancing so now everyone's gonna go crazy but I like that it's a little nod to that that we have Mm -hmm. a moment with just one woman on stage essentially crossing and all the guys are like "Ah." hey what's up girl like um so that's really fun for me and you know as much as i get annoyed at the 
concepts that they're talking about. Also, that moment at the end of the number where these three guys are crossing the stage, you're like, I mean, probably you'd want to <laughs> hang out with them too. You know, <laughs> I'd be like, yeah. what's up? You know, <laughs> you have some problematic ideas and we're going to discuss that. But, but I'm, but I'm going to let you holla at me. But we're going to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, it leans in. It leans yeah. into the the stereotype of women wanting to change men. <laughs> oh gosh, and yes, yes, it does. I can, yes. I can fix him. Uh-huh. Oh man, young Audrey, you can't. <laughs> Help there's us all. Pa- there's some pain behind those words right there. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. For those of you out there, women that are listening, you cannot fix him. Please stop trying. <laughs> Just move on. <laughs> um, oh, man. Which is really interesting, kind of seeing behind the curtain of this idea, because Angelica is present yeah. when yeah. they're saying these things. So it's kind of fun for me that even when we move into helpless, she's obviously the most learned about the world. She understands that this is how things go. Like people are looking to make an advantageous marriage. And I like that she's on stage for these locker room talk moments. Yeah. She, and she's not just doing something else. She's paying attention to them. Yeah. Well, and I want, I got curious because I haven't really checked. I know that, you know, when we get to satisfied, so we're, there's helplessness between here and satisfied. Yes, it is. I know in satisfied when they rewind, they actually do rewind the choreography, but I'm wondering now if, if it actually is this moment that it rewinds to, because in this song, he's running into Angelica for the first time. We see him pull her away from Lafayette. Um, and so I, I'm going to have to go back and look and see what point they actually rewind it all the way to, mm-hmm. um, because I want to say in satisfied, they rewind all the way back to when she makes eye contact with him, but I might be wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's a, and I, and I actually, I, as I'm saying it, I think I might be, because I know in helpless, uh, there's a scene where he, he actually makes eye contact. It, it looks like with Eliza, but it turns out and satisfied that it's with Angelica and Eliza's not on stage in that moment. So I might've just answered my own question. <laughs> Gone down that rabbit hole for you'll, a moment. You'll, we'll find out next week. We will tune in next time. <laughs> but anyway. Um, yeah, yeah, no. And I just, I think it's really smart that she's present and she's going to be the one that kind of sees things for what they really are in the moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm whether or not she is happy with the decisions that she makes later, she definitely, she hits the nail on the head, you know, Mm -hmm. of what is actually going on because that's what these guys are saying. Now them having sort of a love connection later was kind of a a nice surprise, honestly. Mm, It's like, Oh yeah. And also I like you. So (laughs) this is great for me. Yeah. Yep. I I think so. Yeah. So there's also in the movement, I think this is one of the moments in the Disney plus that we lose a little bit, honestly, because the shots are so tight on Mm. the three guys when they're crossing. So you miss a fair amount of what's going on behind them and the pictures that are being created and all the choreography that's happening in the background is on purpose, right? So I personally, as a dancer and a choreographer, like to see that. So 
for me, the Disney plus version, while it gains something and like seeing them a little bit closer up, it loses a little bit because you can't see the full picture. Mm. And the choreography is always so smart to always have something going on it's never just an accident like oh guys you just like roam around and do whatever you want to like (laughs) that's not what's happening for sure so um and from a choreography standpoint I kind of went down this rabbit hole with um Anthony Ramos that I was like is he a dancer because he keeps messing up (laughs) 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 and and looking awkward even in the recording which they knew they were doing so there's a couple of like kind of messy moments he does it and um I think Burr does it too there are a couple of moments so they kind of just like don't quite have it like this step it's like you're almost there (laughs) like when their arms all go up right I think it's kind of fun too, because it's makes it very pedestrian, right? That it's not, they're not like pretending to be dancers. And so uh, it, I like it, but it's also funny to me that I'm like, y'all are in a Broadway play. Like you can put your finger up on a beat. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he can dance. Like, I feel like I've seen him in other stuff and he's- Which one? Anthony, about- Ra- Anthony okay. Ramos. Um, Cause he dances quite a bit in 21 Chump Street, the little like one act deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I mean, from what I've seen of the trailers of, uh, in the Heights, in the Heights. It's, like, it's like he can, he can handle it. So maybe they're just drunk. I mean, yeah. And maybe, maybe that's, what's trying to be communicated. <laughs> the, the dancer choreographer in me is like, no, if it's going to be wrong, it's got to be real wrong. Not at like 0.5 <laughs> second wrong. Right. <laughs> so like, you got to make yeah. a strong choice friend. Yeah, Cause, <laughs> cause you like, can <laughs> fix real wrong. Right. And real wrong looks like a choice. Just Mm -hmm. like, just slightly off looks like, oh, you missed that cue. Right. (laughs) um, But yeah, I I like this number. I think it's uh, a fun transition. And you also learn a lot. Obviously, we like went with three years in time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's one minute. So absolutely. Man. Um, yeah. All right. Was that, is that, is that yours, Audrey? I think so. Those right? are my thoughts. Yeah. Those are your yeah. Thoughts. All right, Andy, what you got for us? I mean, I think, I think everything that we've talked about is stuff that I've, that I've, that I've had. Um, the only thing I did notice is that like some of the choreography, um, in addition to just being all men kind of exemplify, kind of like hammers home the point of like locker room talk, kind of what mm. we were talking about earlier. Um, I did appreciate that a lot of the choreography was, um, like boy band type stuff, like yeah. very yeah. new edition Backstreet Boys in sync, new kids on the block. And it was almost like the choreography was was trying to impress g- girls or women um, in a because uh, and I see a lot of similarities because like the boy band, the, like the boy band um, dan- like songs are usually super problematic. Um like yeah. or, they, or they can be like yes. guess what it's gonna be me you know <laughs> gonna be may you know or um or like oh, your vowel thing. substitution is also problematic sir <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like i'll be good for you baby just leave him and get with me like that's the yeah. only thing like you're not happy like you because you're gonna leave be so him. much more yeah leave him you're gonna be so much better with me yeah. Um, and so I also liked that, you know, we had Samuel Seabury getting it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay, okay, okay. Obviously not, not Samuel Seabury, well, yeah, but the, the, act, actor, the, the actor is there. Yeah. The member of the company who yeah. plays him. 
Um, but it was just like a funny little notice um, that I noticed now that I didn't notice before. Mm -hmm. um, I also think he he has his look, mom, I'm on stage moment just a little bit too long compared he, to everybody else. He's cheesing <laughs> a little bit and he's he's like doing a little bit of like a break dance move. Yeah. Like he's he trying a little too a little, hard. Mm -hmm, just he, a little bit. I'm telling you, this dude, he comes back a lot. Um, this one particular dude is in a lot of scenes. Yeah. Uh, moving forward playing different characters and and you do start to notice him um <laughs> quite a bit and you're like oh i know that hair um but right. as long as long as book guy comes back i'll be okay you know what i haven't even paid attention to see if book guy has showed back up i oh, haven't seen is. him i haven't I mean, I, seen him i know he's around well you you miss you miss the book you don't and the glasses the book. and the glasses <gasps> yeah. yeah isn't that amazing that literally a prop and glasses on your face and you're like we don't know who you are <laughs> it's like a superhero moment yeah yep. yep. just put on glasses and they'll never recognize you clark kent <laughs> yep but the only other thing i wanted to say is that i am very thankful that my exchanges as a teenager and as a young adult are in text messages that are erased and not letters Amen. because biographers I know I'm not famous enough to be a biographer or do something yet. special enough to be that yet, but um, I'm just very thankful that my immaturity is not on, um, is not anywhere that anybody can see because yeah. my space is now deleted. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I thought it was still around. It's still around, but something happened where like a hacker got in and basically anything before 2008 is wiped clean. Oh no, all my blog posts. I know that's what I'm saying. All my surveys and quizzes that I took. Yes. Surveys and quizzes. <laughs> I never that, had a MySpace. All that JavaScript I had to learn. <laughs> HTML that I learned how uh -huh. that, that Fallout Boy and Panic at the Disco song at the top of my page. That played oh, yeah. and you could not stop it. Nope. Mm -hmm. You're listening to it the whole time. The whole you're time in. you're looking at my top eight. <laughs> the time I didn't want him to chime in. I just want to point out, so looking at our demographics, we're we're like 50% 60 plus. Um, and like the rest of it is like younger than MySpace age. So literally all of our audience does not understand anything we just said. But you know what? Mystery. But you know what? We're reliable with the ladies. Who had the best line? <laughs> That's true. Um, <laughs> who had the best line, Josh? <laughs> That's true. Uh, well, honestly, I mean, Burr is most of it, right? So, like, I'm gonna say Burr, um, but I, I don't, I haven't decided like what it is. Um, no, I think, um, the the feral tomcat line i just i like it it's like the way that it stops the momentum of the song in mm -hmm. in the middle of that now granted some of that's because alexander kind of butts in but i don't know i just I, I don't know why i like it so much um but it, it's fun it's a fun little in-between thing and even if it's not real history i like to pretend that it is and apparently so do the people at mount vernon so <laughs> <laughs> that's mine yeah I like the line where it says, but Hamilton still wants to fight, not right. Mm. Because right can be heard in two different ways. Like he doesn't want to write 
for mm. his job. And he also isn't right for wanting to continue to fight. So I like that auditory play on the words. I don't necessarily think it's the best line, but it's one that gives me joy. So, <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, I think my favorite line is the, what do we have in common? We're reliable with the ladies. Mm -hmm. Just just because it's such a tone shift and it, yeah. and it brings, like you think you're about to go into another serious song after Right Hand Man, and then you just go into this, like, I, it's silliness is the wrong word, but just, yeah. Celebration. Yeah. Celebration, yeah. there you go. Well, that's mm -hmm. a good point, right? Because the way they've set it up with the dun, 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 dun like you think dun, it's going to be this thing. Yeah. Um, and it's it's not. Um, it turns into this whole other thing. And I, I, I appreciate it. I remember the first time I heard it, I was like, oh, what is happening here? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, not for nothing, as, as complicated and um, uh, not great are some of the ideas that are talked about in this song. I mean, they do quickly throw it to the ladies to let them tell their part. And mm -hmm. and, and admittedly, they get to do it for a lot longer. Um, so, as it should be. Finally. <laughs> as it should be, mm -hmm. uh, says Audrey. No, I mean, I think, look, the uh, helpless is a bop and uh satisfied is one of the best songs in the show so um it, you know not for nothing this song is is complicated um but yeah it does it does lead us into um some of the best women moments it's problematic and truthful so yeah, that's true that's, i mean it's it's both things you can hold both things and be like this is not okay and also this is what it was like at the time so <laughs> right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. real life and let's be real it's still a problem today <laughs> amen <laughs> uh who won uh wait andy did you say oh yeah you did say I your did. favorite line yeah um who won yeah josh i mean i don't know that there's only really two people in this song um honestly though i'm gonna hot take i think it's hamilton um, because I think Burr has done a lot of legwork in this song to be like talking all about the ladies and how cool they are and how, you know, you know, how if you can marry one of them, you'll be, you'll be rich. And Alexander is like, well, is it a question of which, which, uh, yeah, if Burr or which one, uh, I just love that, that bit of just like, how are you still even stealing the show in this song that, that you did not sing most of, um, yeah. How are you pulling all the attention to you now? Right. So I'm going to say him. Also, he gets married out of this. So, Spoiler alert. God, I don't know. <laughs> well. Now they're not going <laughs> to tune in for next week, John. <laughs> oh, no. Or we tell you the story of Hamilton. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think who wins this? I honestly kind of think Lawrence wins this and i know that seems silly but he's so fun he is i know why he says he no words why is he here i don't have to know why he's here <laughs> just saying that he won <laughs> basically i'm tired of burr and hamilton winning things sure. and give it to Lawrence. My, most, my most excited i i love anthony ramos and i think his moments in this are like yeah like he's the one that i'm like I would hang out with you like <laughs> he's, he's fun he's fun oh yeah what's yeah. that show that he's in um she's got to have it it reminds me of his character in that show i don't know if you guys mm. have watched it mm. but he's mm -mm. like 
absolutely ridiculous and over the top, but you just love him. Like you love to be annoyed by him. And it, because I've watched that show, I think I have like another like level of affection for this character in this particular moment. So I got you. Mm-hmm. I'm down for that. Yeah. I'm down for Man, that. I guess I, Anthony I, Ramos wins. Anthony <laughs> Ramos wins. <laughs> yeah. I thought I was going to have the hot take because I, I was going to go Hamilton as well. Um, Cause Burr, <laughs> Burr talks the most. Um, which is on on care on character for him or on brand um but he spends all the time talking about hamilton Mm -hmm. um and even trying and even trying to relate with him and so like how like hamilton wins yeah yeah no i i I agree and i and i like that it's a different reason than what i said Mm -hmm. um because you're right he does spend he's telling you all about hamilton and and trying to be like oh look look here's how i'm like here's how we're the same we're like the same it's almost like when they first meet and hamilton's like you're an orphan it's almost like this is that but grosser (laughs) like i also am a womanizer i also take advantage of women (laughs) (laughs) gross gross i need a bath oh yeah (laughs) bath (laughs) um all right so we need to score this joker and um i am going to give it a 7.5 7.5 is my number i don't really know that i have an explanation that just felt like the right thing to say kind of arbitrary but well i mean number regardless no i mean it's fun. I enjoy it. And there, when I, every time I watch it, every time I watch it, I always scream ladies with them. So like <laughs> for that, if you can make, if I can, you can make me make an audible noise. The song is at least decent. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah. and so it, it's a fun, it's a fun song. It's not the best, but 7.5 is what I'm going with. Yeah. I'm going to go with a 5.5. I can't get over the problematic ideas. Yeah. Although, but I'm not giving it lower than that because the song itself, I do like, it's a bop. I like what they've created and it's true to life. And also it it is a great setup for what's coming next. So, um, sometimes you got to get down to get up, you know? Yep. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) No, you said, so you said that my mind went to, um what was that was that audio adrenaline that did that song probably get down yeah. and he lifts me up yep. yeah we get down <laughs> and he lifts me the way there's been a lot of youth pastor references in this episode which is Goodness gracious which is weird feels like a weird song yeah. to do that with <laughs> it does but, but anyway all the problematicness yeah. of this. andy what andy what's your uh, so what's my score? my score is a six and i think it's oh. a lot of the same reasons for uh that both of y'all named like it's a bop um, for sure. And I definitely say, I definitely say reliable with the ladies yeah. audibly every time I, every time, mm-hmm. yeah. but, um, also I just want to go to the next one. I think yeah. every time I listen to this, I, and I go to the haze, I keep wanting to do Philippa's, um, note in helpless Philippa, mm. Philippa? Philippa. Philippa. Yeah. Philippa. Whoops. Yeah. Um, and so I keep wanting to go, yeah. <laughs> and no lie, if I listened to that song 10 times today, I ooed seven of them. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I so, didn't yeah. want to pause it today. Like when we watched Me it before, I didn't want to pause it either. Me either. Especially like because you see her like rotate and they rotate yeah. the turntable um, pretty quickly after clean transition. Hay-hays. It is. Um, but yeah, super problematic and super like kind of gross and kind of reminds me of like people I 
from like my life and previous that I didn't really want to hang out with any, I don't really want to mm. hang out with or have to interact with ever again. <laughs> um, so yeah, I give it a six. Yeah. Okay. That, I mean, that's good. I honestly probably should have gone lower than 7.5, but we're, I'm going to stick with 7.5. That's what I okay. said. What I said, I said what I said, <laughs> um, <laughs> story and I'm sticking to it. Right. All right. Well, Hey, look, we did it. We got through uh, a winter's ball. We did it. And uh, next week we will be talking about helpless. Uh, and so we get to hear uh, Philip, 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 and all her, her glory, not all her glory. Yeah. Cause all her glory comes later, but some um, of her glory. Some of her glory. I think, yeah, we can talk yep. about if this is better than the other song in a minute, but okay. um, that's where we're at. Uh, I'm excited. I hope you guys are. If you're listening, if you're following along with us, make sure you, you do your homework. Uh, we'll see you. We'll see you next week. <laughs> um, I hope, I really do hope somebody's doing that. I hope somebody is like listening along and I hope yep. someone's doing it for the first time. That's what I, yep. if you're doing it for the first time, let us know. We want to know. Yeah. yeah. That would be that would make us feel so good to let us know that we brought you into the world of yeah. Hamilton. We'll give you a shout out too. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that sounded like I didn't mean it, but I do. I do. <laughs> we will. Yeah, sure. That's like, yeah, sure. I'll hang out with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we'll do lunch. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was just about to say, it's like, when yeah, yeah we're, we definitely should do lunch sometimes. We should but, definitely grab coffee or, mm-hmm. yeah. but no, for mm-hmm. real, if you are, if you're watching through for the first time and you're listening with along with us, let us know. We will definitely, I'll definitely shout you out. We'll shout you out. Not just me. for sure. Cause if it was just me, you'd probably be like, yeah, I'm not going to do it then. But if it's all three <laughs> of them, if it's all three. That's something, yeah. something that we can work. Yeah, through. for sure. Yeah. For sure. Cool. All right. I don't know why I snapped. That felt like a weird <laughs> thing, but I did it. I did it twice now. Alrighty. Um, thank, thanks guys for listening and we will see you guys next week. Bye. Yeah. Guys. See you later. Oh, no, Audrey's not going to say bye. It's just us. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> bye guys. Thanks for listening to the Raise a Mic podcast. If you're still here, we know you're a Hamill fan like us, and we want to invite you to become part of the show. You can send us your fun takes on the songs coming up by shooting us an email to raiseamike at gmail.com. If you're using the Anchor app, you can actually leave us a voice memo, and we may use that in the show. Like we said, go ahead and subscribe, review, and rate the podcast because it really does help us rise up those ranks. And make sure to share this podcast with all your Hamilton-loving friends. Until we see you again, we thank you for stopping by and listening to us rant about this musical that we all love so much. Till we meet again, raise a mic, everybody. <laughs>